sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in Birdland. It's Hanson Tempest along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Your weekend edition of uh, For the Birds. And we are now in July. Believe it or not, July is here. The beginning of July. Yeah. Mm. Summertime. Summer is uh, definitely officially here. Uh, red, white, and blue. Um, happy Independence Day. Um, um, so, yeah. So, it's a, uh, it's a good old July. And we've had... Uh, We've had some interesting weather lately. It's been, um, seems like we're having a rain on a consistent basis, but a lot of folks are saying it has been extremely dry and we've had some heat as well, so. Yeah, but it's funny how it's, you know, it's it's off and on. Like we haven't had a whole week of 80s or 90s or, mm-hmm. not, not that I want that, but. You're right. Yeah. No, and it's, uh, we're getting to that morning, uh, we're those morning, those foggy mornings now, those summer mornings where it's a little foggy, but uh, I don't want to push September on us, but the end of June, we had some nice uh, foggy mornings with, um, you know, after a nice evening of rain and a few rainbows out there. That was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. But one bird I'm hearing on my walks is um, one of my favorites. It seems to like to sing in all 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 types of weather. Is the indigo bunting? Yeah, they're they're really vocal right now, aren't they? Yeah, there's one uh, as I go on my walk. There's uh, usually some that and, you know it's it's kind of scrubby underbrush, and they're usually at the top of some particular tree, um, and they're just singing away. They could be so hard to see. It was such a colorful bird, so beautiful, but they could be hard to see when they're at the top of the tree, or they're at least they're not super noticeable. You would think it would really stick out, and they don't necessarily. But they seem to be singing like crazy right now, and and almost any time of day and weather, as you said. Uh, I feel like it's one of these birds where if I'm driving down the road with the windows down, uh, I'm going to hear one because <laughs> yeah. they're they're really uh, really loud. Their song carries and they're singing a lot right now. And you do you do have to hit them at just at the right time with their the light to really capture them because most of the time they're, you know, they're just like this kind of blackish bird. But if the if the light hits them correctly, um, they are just this beautiful iridescent blue. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous blue. Different. That's funny. It's a different blue. Uh, from a bluebird, though, um, you know, I think I think this is true. There's all all the blues we see in birds are structural colors. They're not pigments. So the color we see is from how the light is bouncing off the bird, um, and not from some pigment. Um, but it's, it's amazing how blues can really vary. Like a, the blue of an indigo bunting, it's just a different shade from the blue of an eastern bluebird. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a look here. Uh, a listen here to the uh, to the uh, indigo bunting. Here we go. Now, if I'm correct, that says what, what, where, where, see it, see it. 
Yeah, the, all the notes are, or most of those are paired. Yeah, I've heard it as help, help, quick, quick, fire, fire. It's a very bouncy, lively song with paired notes. That's the key. Um, something like a goldfinch you know, has somewhat similar song, but those paired notes throughout the song are really what are really what distinguish it and, and make it a very conspicuous song when you're out there in, in the field. They like brushy habitats. Uh, you won't hear one in the forest, but uh, edges of fields, brushy fields, that kind of stuff. And it seems like it's it's a, it's very bright and it's very lively and it's very clear and sharp. No? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a very uh, the way that Indigo Bunting delivers the song is with you know, lots of intention. It's you know, it's declaring its territory and it's a bold, loud song. And and once you learn it, you you hear this bird everywhere. Because we don't tend to see them all that often. Once yeah. in a while, they'll come to a feeder. Um, but yeah, learn that song and uh, and you'll realize just yeah, they're a common bird uh, all over the state. And they um, they they nest here as well, and they they're nesting in some of that shrubby brush, probably, right? Yeah, exactly. I think you know they're pretty much over the whole entire state. Maybe not at high elevations, um, but you have brushy fields. And, you know, come to think of it, I think I've heard them on ski slopes <laughs> on mountains in Vermont. So yeah, almost any elevation. Maybe not the very top of Mansfield, right. but yeah, uh, anywhere there's a an open brushy field or lots of uh, forest edge. Uh, definitely there needs to be scattered bushes and things like sumac and other shrubs. So not a op- totally open field. Definitely need a, a brushy component to it. Yeah, and it's, I think it's one of those, you know, really neat summer birds. It seems like when some of the other birds have you know, slowed down or not singing as much, the indigo bunting is the one that's is the go-to bird sometimes. You know that, and the uh, the uh, vireos as well. They seem oh, to be <laughs> seem to yeah. chatter away. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. The good old red-eyed vireo and indigo bunting—they're going to be out there singing no matter what. All right, let's take one more listen here. Here we go. What, what, where, where, see it, see it. And you have something with fire? Yeah. Help, help, quick, quick, fire, fire. Got it. All right. It's a little bit lurching and bouncy with those paired notes. All right. The Indigo Bunting. We also have word of a, is it a wren you're telling me we have? Yeah, a sedge wren. Good old sedge wren. It's a uh, midwestern species, and we're really at the the eastern edge of their range. Uh, but um, they do show up in Vermont probably every year, and they do nest occasionally. Um, and one one has been seen in West Rutland near West Rutland Marsh for actually weeks now, maybe um, over a month. I um, uh, haven't seen it, but a lot of people have been going to see this bird down near West Rutland Marsh. Best way to, to figure out where to look for it is to get on eBird and search for Sedren. Uh, Whipple Hollow Road, I think, is that over a trail off of Whipple Hollow Road is where people are going. But yeah, it's a small, secretive wren. It likes you know drier habitats than the marsh wren. Kind of sedgy, sedgy, sedgy meadows, damp, sedgy meadows. Um, and again, not a bird you you typically see in Vermont. Um, but there's always one or two kicking around the state. Uh, you go out the Midwest, and they can be quite abundant. 
All right. Let's take a listen here. Um, we're going to take a listen to um, the sedge wren and the chip saying it's in uh, Rutland County. Hold on. Has a little similarity to the house wren. Seems it got a little chattery there. Yeah, it definitely has those wren qualities. Or, or um, a close relative is the marsh wren. You know that chattery song of the marsh wren. Um, uh, sedge wren is, you know, it's got the, a couple of notes and then the staccato chatter at the end. So, a pretty distinctive song. Um, usually, you find a sedge wren when you hear it. <laughs> they don't really uh, show themselves all that much. Uh, but when they're singing, they're often out on a little top of a little shrub, singing away, um, again, in wet, sedgy meadows. And um, not too common in Vermont. Not the most striking bird either, not, as, you, as you see it, and particularly if it was in uh, the underbrush, it's probably not gonna stick out. Right, yeah, yeah, small, buffy, cinnamon-colored bird, lots of streaking uh, on the back, and, and lots of bars, barring on the wings, but overall, you know, kind of a inconspicuous bird that yeah, could easily fly under the radar. Yeah, that's good. All righty, well, we got to get um, ready to fly out of here for this weekend. hope everyone has a fantastic uh, Independence Day. Eat lots of uh, barbecue chicken by the fire department. And uh, and uh, you a fan of potato salad, uh, Chip? You like potato salad? Oh, yeah, definitely. No, it's definitely potato salad season. Salad. Uh, deviled eggs, you like deviled eggs? Yeah, I can do the deviled egg, absolutely. Yeah. Coleslaw, yeah. Coleslaw, <laughs> barbecue chicken. Yeah, no, all that good stuff. And of course, um, maybe a big case, a big piece of chocolate cake or a cupcake, red, white, and blue cupcake would be nice. Making me hungry, Hanson. Absolutely. All right, we got to fly out here for another weekend. We'll see you next weekend here on the For the Birds. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstead. For the Birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Yeah.